Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray that this message inspires hope, help, and healing in your life. And as always, welcome home. God's going to reward your faithfulness. He is. I'm telling you, just stay with the message. If you miss, get a CD, get the podcast. Everybody should get the podcast. You can listen to this thing on your phone. Go down along. I mean, Angela's doing such a good job in that in the media ministry. You guys are doing great. Media, I mean, every department's doing great. Media ministry, man, you guys are knocking it out. Podcast, you sit there and just listen to it all day long. Look at what it says here. Genesis 1.26, amen? Everything that man needed, God gave him in the blessing. Let me read it to you the way I wrote it. Is this okay? You're going to like this, right? The only thing the first man had was the blessing to fix every problem in the earth. So the blessing could fix every problem you got in the earth. Amen? I totally believe it. It's true. And God said, let us make man in our image and after our likeness, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and every creepy thing that creepeth upon the earth. 27. Watch what it says here. And so God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him male and female. He created them. He called them Adam. He called Adam and Eve. He called Adam and Eve. He said he, could, he made male and female and called them Adam. Human race. You know what I'm saying? The human race. Adam's the only man that was born alive and died. We were born dead and, and then became alive. Okay? Adam's the only man that was born alive and died. Sin killed him. His own goofy sin. We were all born dead. <laughs> And became alive. Man, heaven, you know what, heaven, you ain't even going to realize you're in heaven. You know that? Oh, no, you're not. You're just going to step over. You're going to wake up and go, where am I? Jesus is going to be like, you're in here with me in heaven. You ain't going to feel death. You already dead. Came back from the grave. Praise God. Yeah, heaven ain't going to be no big deal for some of you. Don't get all excited. You're like, you're like, listen to me, it's a big deal. I don't want to make it look like it's heaven. But it ain't going to be like some big mystery. You're just going to wake up and be there. You're already in the kingdom right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What you think? You're already dead. You know, he was alive and became dead because of sin. You were dead and became alive because of Christ. You were about as Satan living. You about, you, this is about as much heaven you got right now. I don't think you got an earth suit keeping you here, but once you go, your spirit's going to be alive unto God. I heard somebody ask a question one time. Well, how, do you, how's this all, how does this all work? Remember the rich young ruler? Remember, remember, let's do it like this. Remember the rich ruler? He came and he, he, he saw in the heaven and he was in hell. And it said the angels came and got him and brought him in hell. And when he was in hell, he looked over into the abyss and he seen over. He seen over the line and he seen in and he seen the heavenly realm. And he couldn't go over and he said, can you go back? Can you go back? And can you? He said what? He, he seen. He had a tongue. Remember he said that? He said, my tongue is parched. Can you put water on my tongue? How you got a tongue? How you got a mind? How you got eyes to see? Yeah, you can feel the heat. He had every sense that you and I have, and he was in the spiritual realm. He even had concern about his loved ones. He said, can you go back? Can you go back and preach? So he said, if they ain't going to believe by now, they won't believe at all. He looked over. He had a physical body. He had a tongue. He had eyes. You're about as spiritual as you're going to get. <laughs> Step into your spiritual, all right? You know what I'm saying? Ain't going to be no big mystery when you get there. You're just going to wake up, bam, be there. Ain't that cool? That takes all the drama out of it, you know what I mean? I, I don't want to be like, remember Brother Hagin telling that story one time, and I was falling down a pit and going to hell? Oh, my God, the hair on my neck stood up. <laughs> the hair on my neck stood up. He was like, I'm going down. <laughs> he said, I'm a, I'm a member of First Baptist Church. 
he did. He said, I was dying. He had an incurable heart disease. I was in the room. He started telling this story. Paul, I'm telling you the hair on my, listen to me, the hair on my neck. I didn't have much hair, but the hair on my neck stood up. He started saying, I'm going down, 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 a dark corridor. And it felt like people were grabbing at me. And he said, I'm a member of the First Baptist Church. I'm a member of the First Baptist Church. And he shot back into his body. He could, I went to hell. You could watch the video. And he said he, he had an incurable heart disease. He said they could feel you. He said he got cold and clammy. He died. His heart wasn't working right. And then he said he died. And he went back in his body, and his mama was there. And he said, Mama, I'm going down. The, the, the grips of hell got their clutches on me. I'm dying. I'm dying. He went away. And he said, I was going down, 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 down. He said as he was going down into hell, he was freaking out. He said, I'm a member of First Baptist Church. I'm a member of First Baptist Church. First Baptist Church didn't do him no good. Come on now, listen, don't get mad. You understand what I'm saying? You can't just be a member of the church. You got to be born again. You got to be born again. And then he came in the valley. He cried out to Jesus. And the minute he cried out to Jesus, he shot back in his body. And the whole, the whole thing was over. You understand what I'm saying? It's your spiritual being, man. Amen? I don't know how I got on this bunny trail, but praise be to God. You're a spiritual being. So what do you got to do? You got to live life in the spirit. So don't think, this ain't no big thing for you. You a spirit person. I am a spirit man. Hello? I have a body. I live, I, come on. I am a spirit. I have a soul. I live in a body. You know this stuff. You're a spirit. Live out of your spirit. Okay, look at 20. You guys are done with me. I can tell. 28. And God bless them. Somebody said, I've seen this scripture 15 times in three months. I can care less if you see it 15 times, 15,000 days, 15 minutes times. Until you show up here with the blessing all over you, hear it again. Hear it again. Hear it again. So I say, well, we heard this sermon. Yeah, well, guess what? When you show up with all the blessing package, then I'll say, okay, you are promoted to the next class. Until then, stay in the blessing. What am I trying to tell you? He gave him the blessing to be fruitful. How many you need to be fruitful? How many you need to roll, multiply? How many you need to replenish? How many you have to have dominion? How many you need to have all that stuff in the earth? I do. Guess what's going to do it? The blessing. Amen? You got to start putting a demand on it. The blessing knows what to do. You understand it? But you got to put an excitement in it like this. The blessing's working for me. Already something happened. They're going to testify. I got a little wave about it. Somebody called up out of the blue, out of the total blue. They, they know what's going on. I'm going to get all the details. And they said, well, we're going to give a couple thousand dollars to some outreach things going on because we really, we, you, think the, you think you're smart enough to pull that off? The minute I heard it, I said, there's that blessing working. It doesn't bring no toil. No toil. You ain't got to figure it out. It'll come and show up, but you got to put faith in what you hear. I keep telling you this. You got to put, the more faith you put in it, the more it works for you. The blessing's working. I don't got to work. The blessing will work for me. It's the blessing doing it. So what did God do? God gave the blessing to man to get him out of every problem in life. Amen? Look at this. Look, once it's spoken, you can't take it back. Look at Hebrews 11.20. Write this down. You can't take it back. And once it's spoken by faith, you can't take it back. You understand that? You can't, once it's been spoken by faith, you can't take it back. There ain't no way to take it back. Look at it. And by faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau concerning things to come. And watch this. Look at 21. 21 will mess you up if you really think about it. By faith, Jacob, when he was dying, blessed both his sons, Joseph, and worshiped leaning upon the top of his staff. He blessed them. Amen. Once it was spoken, he couldn't undo what he spoke. Amen. You understand that? 
Look, 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 look. It's in doing you with power to have success. Is that okay? Okay? That's what it's doing. It's in doing you with power. But say, I'm endued with power to have success. Look at this. I'm telling you right here now. Want to see something really cool? It's, I mean, it's kind of cool. It's, not, it's, like, it's kind of like almost sad and cool at the same time. But I want you to see this. Uh, you got to get something to understand here. This blessing is going to make you an overcomer. Look at Hebrews 12, okay? Look at Hebrews 12, 15, okay? Just write these scriptures down, okay? You've been endued with power to succeed, and, and basically you've been do, endued with the success formula to affect you supernaturally for life, okay? It's true. It gives you ability to operate the blessing. Everybody say this. The blessing gives me ability to operate at a supernatural level. That's what it does. Because you put it, you see, this, you, 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 you got to put faith in the operation of God. And the blessing was God's operation. It's a mystery. Okay? So it's a mystery. God said, I made man, formed out of dust of the ground. You got to read the first couple chapters of Genesis. He said, now I put man in the garden with the blessing on him. He needed a man to till the ground. That was Adam's first job. He was supposed to be a keeper of the garden. So, see? So that's why it's important. So you understand? He was in there, have dominion. Okay, what did God give him to give dominion? He said, I'm going to give you the blessing. See, we lost the blessing, but the blessing came back on us because of Jesus. Now, you don't have to work. You enter in the rest. The blessing will do the work. You understand that? What do I do? Well, how do I get it? How does faith work? With words. The work of words is faith being released. Just say, I got the blessing. I'm believing in the blessing. I don't even care if it's just the mindset. You just know I'm blessed. And because I'm blessed, it can't, it's got to work out on my behalf. These are the, if you hearken diligently in the voice of the Lord, this stuff will come on you. It don't look like I'm blessed. No, duh. Sometimes it don't look like you're blessed. You think it looked like Joseph was blessed? You think it looked blessed for Joseph? Nah. Nah. God even blessed Ishmael. You know what? You know what? The, you want to know what Ishmael's problem was? You want to know why you see what you see? Ishmael's blessed, but he's not in covenant. You're in covenant and blessed. You better get this. I'm gonna read it to you in a minute. That's why the church. You, you just come in here, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. And I know sometimes it's tired. Everybody's tired. Everybody's tired. I get it. You know what I mean? Everybody, it's a long day, man. Some of you guys get up real early. Well, some of these people get up. I got on that Facebook Live that one morning. What time did I go on there? Six thirty. I'm up there 6.30 in the morning. These people have been up for a while. I'm like, my God in heaven, man. I, I used to get up like 5, 5.30. Them days are over, praise be to God. And I'm like, I don't need none of that. You know what I mean? Now, because the other day I was up to 2 o'clock in the morning reading the Bible. So I'm like, whatever. I mean, front, what's the earliest part of the day? 12 midnight. So all you people that think you get up early, you didn't get up as early as me. <laughs> right? You like that. Early bird catch the worm? Well, good. 12.01 tonight, that's the early bird. Amen? Praise God. Coming a night out. Woo-hoo. Let's go. Right? Come on. See this? Look diligently, least any man fall of the grace of God and the root of Britain spring up and trouble you, thereby many be defiled. Look at 16. Look at it. Don't be a fornicator or a profane person as Esau. You see that? He said he was, he was what? He was profane. You know what I'm saying? That? He said, I, mean, I like to even read that in the Amplified and see what that says. But look at this. Because you know what I mean? Because it wasn't saying like fornicating, just being like, you know what I mean? being dirty or not like that. He was being a goofball. Look, see that no one is immoral or godless like Esau, who sold his own birthright for a single meal. Now watch verse, look at 17. 17 is the clincher. Watch this. For you know, later on, or later on, 
when he wanted to regain the title to his inheritance of the blessing, he was rejected, for he found no opportunity for repentance. There was no way to repair what he had done, no chance to what? Recall the choice that he had made. You can't undo this blessing. When Jacob, when, now you got to get this, right? He, even though he saw it with tears, he couldn't get it back. Esau thought he was smart, right? And Jacob, when Isaac put the blessing on him, he, he couldn't take it back. You getting this? So this was it. So you sitting here going, "Well, am I blessed? Yeah, God blessed you. You can't take it back. This is what you got to get a revelation of. You can't take it back. You can't screw it up. You can't undo it. Now sin will mess you up for consciousness of it. That's why sin is the stupidest thing in the world. People say sin is enticing. Sin's enticing to dumb people. Oh, now he's meddling. I don't really care. What I just told you is true. You don't understand. Ignorant people think that sin is enticing. They don't know nothing about the word of God. That's a little rough. Well, then good. Get out of sin and you don't got to hear my mouth. Do you hear what I just said? Yeah, everybody's like, oh, you're a little rough. Well, good. I should be rough. I'm like Jesus. You know what I'm saying? He said this. Let me explain to you about sin. Sin, you think you're going for a ride? It's taking you for a ride. Oh, this is fun. I got a problem with sinning. You got a problem with sinning because you ain't paying attention to the word of God. Now, I love you. Now, listen to me. I got a struggle. Listen, I ain't talking about no struggle. Understand me. I'm not talking about people struggling. I got compassion for people struggling. You understand me? That's why I don't do none of that nonsense. Because your struggle, I'll struggle with you. You understand that? But here's what I'm saying. Oh, you know, I know what the Bible says, but I want to go do what I want to go do. Well, you're crazy. That's what I'm talking about. That kind of sin is crazy. Listen, if you bound up, I'll be with you all day long. But you over there willfully running around like a dipstick, you got to be out of your mind. You're giving up too much. You're margarine too much. You know what I mean by that? You're giving up gold to get Pepsi sticks. Don't you give that up for that. It ain't worth it. See, here's what happens is when you start getting an understanding of the blessing, man, I'm getting away from sin. Look, i prove it to you. Want to know something? Remember Joseph? I asked myself a question. You know, remember the boy had a dream and his daddy got messed up? You know why Joseph left? You want to know why Joseph had to leave? Strife. He had to get, God had to get him out of there. That strife would have got him shot out. It would have messed up the whole blessing. It would have messed up the whole blessing. They got in. His daddy seen something on him, favor, right? He loved him more than all the that. Put a coat on him. Everybody got jealous. Now he's got turmoil in his life. There's something special on the kid. And Jesus like, man, if we leave this joker in this setup too long, strike's going to come in and squelch this whole thing. Next thing you know, he's on a free ride going on a pony trick. But praise God, it's going to work out. You understand what I'm saying? What's that mean? Stay out of strife. Don't go near no strife. Stay away from sin. Run. Oh, Potiphar, hello, Joseph's in the house. Hey, you look pretty good. Come here, let me grab you. No, I'm not going near you, lady. I'm not going to do that to my masters. I'm not going to do that to my master, and I'm not going to do it under my God. Because if I go getting over here in this goofiness, it's going to jack up the blessing. You understand this? That's why you don't go running after sin. It'll mess up the blessing. But you see what I'm saying? You can't undo it. And here's the good news. Now I'm happy now. Everybody's happy? Smile. Get excited. Here's the good news. The blessing's on you. You can't undo it. See? Can't undo it. But I'll tell you what you can do. You can be like Esau. You can not honor it. And then when you don't honor it, you know what you do? You almost relinquish it because you don't put faith in it. Is that okay? So that's what I'm saying. So don't go near no sin. Sin costs you too much. Run from sin. Stay in the blessing. And that's what happens to you. You know what it does? Helps your mouth. I'm not saying that. Why? Don't line up with the blessing. I don't want to have an opinion. Keep your word lined up with the Bible. You understand it? 
keep your mouth lined up with the Bible says because I don't want to undo with the blessing with my mouth. Because when you got your mouth right, you empower it. Jesus said, I command this thing on your life. Don't talk sick. Don't talk broke. Don't talk lack. Don't talk it. Don't talk any of it. Just talk blessed coming in. You don't look blessed. Hush your mouth. Blessed coming in. Blessed going out. We're blessed. Oh, you sound redundant. Well, good. I'm redundant. You just keep saying what God says. That's the key. It didn't look good for Joseph. It didn't look good for Job. It didn't look good for Jesus. It didn't look good for nobody. Anybody that did anything, it didn't look good for David. It didn't look good for Daniel. It didn't look good for Noah. Hello? These guys had to hang on to something when you can't see nothing. You got a tough season. Yeah, you're all going to have a tough season. But if you keep that blessing in your mouth, it'll pull you out. Because you can't, you can't kill the blessing. Want to see something crazy? What happened when Jacob found out Esau got the birthright? What'd he say? I'm going to kill you. You can't kill the blessing, bro. Too late. Can't. Can't kill it. Remember, I told you, remember Balaam and Balak? He called a prophet. He said, go curse him. He said, I tried to curse him. It won't work. What do you mean it won't work? He said, I tried to curse these people. They couldn't curse him. Every time I start getting on there, he said, I'm getting messed up. Can't curse with God blessed. You see that? That's what, you know what that means? You got divine protection. You can't die. You can't die. Ain't no way. I got the blessing. What do you mean you can't die? I said you can't die. Ain't nobody going to take your life. Can't. Why is that? The blessing. You can't kill it. So you got to enforce it. You say, oh, I've seen great people die. Great people better get a revelation. I don't know what people know and believe. I know this. You can't die. Want to know why you can't die? You're blessed. That blessing will keep you alive. You know what I'm saying? You can't die. You won't die. You're not going to die. Why is that? The blessings on your life. Pastor Chris, are you serious about this? Yeah. He'll satisfy you with long life. Long life. You know what I'm saying? Jesus is in you. You see? It's the Bible. Don't worry about it. You're doing great. The blessing, listen to this. You ready for this? Did you, did you, did you pull that in? Look, look at this. Look, you want to see something cool? Look, go to Genesis 14, 14. This is really cool. Because when Abraham heard that his brother was taken, right? Remember when Abraham found out Lot got snatched up? Let me show you right here. We're going to read 14, 15, and 16. I'm just going to give you a quick. Write this down. The blessing will help you dominate. You better get ready for this. Yeah, we ain't just, we like going to do it like, we ain't just going to win. We're going to dominate. You know what I'm saying? We didn't just come to win. We're coming to dominate. Watch this. And when Abraham heard that his brother was taken captive, he armed his trained servant, born in his own house, 318, and pursued them to Dan. He had all these, he, man, he had, he had four different tribes. He had a mess on his hands. He didn't care. Watch 15. Keep going. And he divided himself against them, him and his servants, by night, and smote them and pursued them to Hobah, or whatever that is, which is what? On the left, handed Damascus. I don't know what that says. I don't know. And, uh, and brought back all the goods, you with me? And also brought again his brother Lot and his goods and the women also and the people. 
Man, did you get that? Look at this. Go, go. I want you to see this, right? He dominated because of blessing. Now, let me go slow here, right, because I get all excited about this. When Abraham heard this, he, took, he pursued them. What you mean he pursued them? He is outnumbered by everybody, but the blessing helped him dominate. You understand something? He had, look at the next verse. Let me just show you this a little bit. And the king of Sodom went out to meet him after his return from the slaughter of the Shalomar, whatever that is, and the kings that were with him in the valley of whatever, Steve, which is King Dale. Go. Watch this. I don't understand all that stuff. And Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought forth bread and wine. He was the priest of the most high God. There was four, listen to me. Now pay attention. There was four tribes, massive armies. Not little, like little thing, massive armies. Look, I'll prove it to you. Watch. Watch 19. Because when Melchizedek came, he gave him a spoil of it. Go. And blessed him and said, blessed is Abraham, the most high God, possessor of heaven and earth. This is after the battle. He brought the spoil back. Watch 20. Just check this out. And he blessed the most high God, which delivered him out of the enemy's hands and gave him his tithes. So now Abraham, this is what happened. Here was four monstrous armies and lots taken. Know what Abraham did? He said, get the boys and let's go down there. You're outnumbered, bro. He said, I don't need numbers. I got the blessing. He went there and dominated them. I got a translation that said dominated. And then he took all the stuff and then went and literally seen Melchizedek and brought him a tenth of all the spoil. Are you here? How did he dominate? He had the blessing on him. So you see it? He went there, snatched back everything, overrode it, dominated, got a lot back, and then took all their money. Came back, met Melchizedek on the way, said, hey, I got a tent to all the spoil. I'm going to give it to you as an offering because the lesser blesses the greater and called it a day because he was blessed. What caused him to dominate? What causes? What? Go back to verse 14 just real quick. Maybe pop that in the Amplified. It might give me numbers. It might give me some, I know what it was. It was an NIV, I think it was, but I don't know if we got NIV. When Abraham heard that his nephew Lot had been captured, he was armed and let out trained men, board of his own house, numbering 318, and went pursue as far as north as Dan. Did you get that? It's okay. That's okay. If that's what we got it in, that's what we got it in. I think it was NIV. Well, how many? You got NIV? Try it. Let me try it. I've read it somewhere. I got all excited about it, as you can see, probably him. When Abraham heard, right, his relative Lot had been taking 318 men. How many of you know that ain't no army? That's like 318. Trained, I don't care if they got Uzis. I care unless you got tanks, man. 318 against four armies? That, you outnumbered, bro. You in a mess. Let's read it. Maybe NIV will make it clear because I read it in something different. I don't remember what it was right now. During the day, Abraham divided them and attacked them. And he divided them up. That's great. It's getting worse. Instead of all being together, now we've got like 150 of us going. <laughs> Pursue them as far. Keep going. Let me see if it tells you how many. I don't know. And he recovered all the goods and brought back everything, his relatives, possession, and all the women and all the people. Go. Watch this. And after Abraham returned from defeating all those people, the king's ally with him, the king of Sodom, he went out and the king of the valley, he went. Now watch this. Keep going. Right? And the kids that came down brought out bread and wine because he knew that here he comes, the priest. He's seen him coming. Watch this. Abraham gave him, and he blessed Abraham, saying, Blessed be Abraham, the most high God, creator of heaven and earth. Watch 20. Watch this. And praise be to God who delivered your enemies in your hand. Then Abraham gave him 10 to everything. Now watch this. Go to 21. Right? Hey, give me and the people the goods for yourself. Right? Right? Now watch this. 22. It don't tell you how much. It, he was loaded. Go to 22 just for a minute. Let me see if I find it. Abraham said to the kids, I'm with the raised hand. I have sworn the oath to the Lord, the most high God, creator of heaven and earth. That I will not accept nothing belonging you, not even a thread or a strap or a sandal. He said, I'm not, he said, I made 
Abraham, so that you will never be able to say, I made you rich. God made me rich. The blessing. God, he, Abraham said, you ain't going to make me. He wanted to give him something. He said, I'm not going to take nothing. He said, you, I'm going to give to you because you're the greater. But he said this, the spoil was lavish. He was loaded. He took so much spoil. Those armies were so big. 318 men, how'd they win? They had the blessing. The blessing causes you to dominate in life, not lose. Yeah, how about that one? You must recognize. Now, listen, write this down, four. You okay? I got 15 minutes. Did you get that? I know I got a different translation somewhere. But really what it says, you dominate. You don't just win, you dominate. You don't just slip by, you dominate. You pulverize your enemy. And then you take all the spoil. You understand that? Like you don't just go to win, you pulverize them. You teach them a lesson. You know what you're messing with? You're messing with the blessing. How 318 men take four armies on and win? The blessing. The blessing is going to go before you and give you victory. It's going to go before you and give you victory. How is it going to do it? How in the world do I know? Once you start getting into details, that's when your faith gets wavery. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Once you start getting into details, your faith starts getting wavery. How? How? Don't worry about how. Just believe. Write this down. You must recognize the blessing you have, and you got to get on the same frequency. You got to get on the frequency of the blessing. Does that make sense? You got to get on the same frequency. What's the blessing saying? That's what I'm going to say. What could the blessing do? Watch this. I got another one for you. Ready? Look at this one. This one will help you too, man. This is good stuff. Watch this. Abraham, look. Check this out. Um, this is good. You got to get on the same frequency. But look at Genesis 17. You want to see something so cool? Go to Genesis 17. Go to Genesis 17, verse 18. I want you to see this. And then I'm going to let you go here in a minute. Genesis 17, 18. You with me? Watch this, watch this, watch this. This is about, this is about Ishmael, okay? Now you got to get this, you got to understand this. Why is this important? You'll see when I'm done, okay? You can even start with verse 16. And I will bless her and give her a son. And I will bless her and she shall be the mother of nations. He's talking about, he's talking about Abraham and Sarah. Then Abraham fell upon his face and laughed. See Dan 17? And said in his heart, Shall a child be born unto me? I'm 100 years old. And Sarah's 99 years old. And Abraham said, God, oh, that Ishmael might live before thee. See that? He asked him, he asked him, he said, I pray Ishmael could still live. Is that okay? And God said, Sarah thy wife shall bear thee a son indeed, and thou shalt call his name Isaac. He's like, Ishmael ain't my promise. You understand this? Ishmael ain't my idea. You know, get, did you get this? Uh, I, but he said, I'm, I, didn't, I didn't even want the joker, but, you, you know, you're over here doing your thing, right? And I will establish my, listen to this. And, and thou shalt call his name Isaac. And God said to Sarah thy wife, shall bear thee a son, and thou shalt call his name Isaac. And I will establish my covenant with him for an everlasting covenant and with his seed after him. Did you see that? He said, I'm going to give you a boy named Isaac, okay? And that's all covenant anyway. Why do you think Jesus had, why do you think Abraham had to take Isaac to be offered? Because Jesus had to be offered. And if you're in covenant with somebody, you got to be willing to make the same sacrifice. And if you want God to give his son, Abraham, you got to be willing to give your son. It's all covenant, okay? Look at, we'll talk about it more. Look at 20. 20 is going to make your head spin because you can see it right now. And as for Ishmael, I've heard thee, and I blessed him. You don't think Ishmael's blessed? 
Look at all that money they got over there. They got it all. That's why you say, well, why they, why, it, looks like the, it, looks like, it looks like a bunch of heathen people prospering. Yeah, they are. The blessing's on them. Hello? That's why I don't get mad about it. It's your daddy's blessing. That's why I told you the wealth in the earth is from your daddy. You understand what I just told you? All that oil in the earth, that's your daddy's oil. All that gold in the dirt, that's your daddy's dirt. You know what I'm saying? That? That's your inheritance. That ain't nobody else's inheritance. This, this, this yo-yo got in on it because God blessed him, but he ain't got no covenant. You know what I'm saying? But he's got money. I will make it, I, will, I, I have blessed him. Who's he talking about? Ishmael. And I'll make him fruitful, and I'm going to multiply that joker exceedingly. And I will make him a great nation. Yeah, you fighting that nation. You see what I'm saying? That's why that stuff's over there. That's a blessing. But he ain't got no covenant. Watch verse 21. But my covenant, I'm establishing with Isaac. Barely. Set time next year, he'll be here. You my covenant people. You got the blessing and you got covenant. They just got blessing. They ain't got no covenant. They can't be in the covenant because they don't serve God. He said, don't you take no other God upon you. They took another God upon them. They got cursed. Now, what's the thing? Yeah, they got, they're cursed because of it. But they got the blessing on their life. So it'll work. It'll run out. But it ain't going to work forever. And it ain't going to get you no covenant right. You got, how about, so what's the, parents, Chris, you're confusing me. I'm not confusing you. You got the covenant and you got the blessing. Put it together. You're so hardwired for success, you can't even screw it up. All you got to do is just take it and run with it. You understand? You blessed. I ain't that smart. I don't care how smart you are. This ain't about your IQ. You understand what I'm saying? This ain't got nothing to do with your IQ. You blessed. What do you mean blessed? Supernaturally ready to prosper and everything. Do you write that? Do you write that down? Write that down. Because watch this. Did you get that? That's important right there. Because you say, well, what's going on? Well, it looks like other people are blessed. Yeah, that's God's blessing. You understand that? That's, the, that's your daddy's blessing. You understand that? You got covenant, though. I got covenant and I got the blessing. It's all part of my package. Is that all right? Because when you see it, he said, he said what about Abraham still laughing about? He laughed at God. You know what I'm saying? He didn't believe it was going to happen. You know, you read Romans chapter 4. My blessing, listen to this. You ever this? This is going to mess you up. Go to Genesis 45.3. You all right? My blessing needs a proper environment to trigger the anointing. <laughs> My blessing needs a proper environment to trigger the anointing. Does that make sense? It needs an environment. If it's not in the right environment, it can't trigger. My blessing is going to take me places where it has to be put on demand. Because if you don't go nowhere where that blessing don't get no demand, it does not need to reveal itself. That's why God sends you to a wasteland and says, flip the dirt. You know what I'm saying? That's why God took you where he took you and put you where he put you. So you could turn the thing around. Want to know what? I can tell you right now. Worst demographics in the world is probably that building on the B side. If you had a plant of church, bro, that ain't not the place. You got no parking. You got nothing going on over there. It's a God bless the work. Don't get me wrong. But you think that's easy? There ain't no parking. We didn't have the lot across the street from the beginning. I, you know what I will do, man? We had a rent. I don't even want to tell you. I ain't getting in a mess. Right? So it's just goofy. I got to get parking. Ain't no parking. People are like, we ain't going over there. I'm like, God, why in the world are you sticking us in the middle of here to start thinking? Now, now I know why. You got you to gotta preserve the whole community because if you leave, darkness will take over. Yeah, it will. And it ain't, it ain't great. But you know what? Yeah, you, you, you the dirt. We're going to take the whole city. We're getting so messed up. We're going to take the whole block. 
I'm taking the whole city. I want to take the whole city. We start from Daytona Beach and all the surrounding counties. And then after I get to county, I know where the next building's going now. I could draw it. I'll get an architect today. I'll draw it for you. I'll show you every. I'll show you where everything is. I can show you the doorknobs. It's in my spirit. I'm gonna get that. And then after I'm done, I'm gonna tell you what. I'm getting ready to start a revolution. I'm telling you what. Stay with me. Watch. Mark my words. Because I'm not done yet. I'm gonna start with Florida. You can come with me. We could all be together in this. Because we ain't gonna get in trouble. We're gonna win. Because I swear to you, watch. I don't care if I gotta pull fire out of heaven. Play with me. I'm gonna become dangerous. I'm gonna be like Elijah. Okay, because I'm getting a little fed up with the whole thing, the lawlessness, okay? It's bothering me. It's starting to bother me a little bit. And if I get ornery, it's going to be bad because I'm going to mix it with my anointing and God's going to bless it. It's going to be great, okay? So just stay with me. Let me just show you. Hey, praise the Lord. Hey, it's all good. Everybody's okay, right? So you start with Florida and then you get the whole state and then you infiltrate the map and then we'll go, we'll go north and then we'll go west. What do you mean? This crazy lawlessness, this nonsense, we got to stand up for the Bible. You got to stand up for the Bible. Oh, if you say, I want somebody to get, I want somebody to get hit in the head, got hit in the head, standing out there being, being a pro-lifer. You know what I mean? That little baby so cute, by the way, right? That little baby is so cute. I'm looking at the little baby. I watch this guy. I said, my God in heaven. I said, I'm going to tell you right here now. You know what? These people get hit in the head, standing outside there talking about pro-life. I said, my God in heaven. Somebody come in here. And the Joker took a hit in the head and stood there. I will knock you out, bro. Are you kidding me? Hitting this dude in the head, trying to be a pro-lifer? Listen to me, man, I don't care your opinion about life. I don't care where you stand politically and all this stuff. Let me tell you right here now, I stand with the B-I-B-L-E. You should too. You understand what I'm saying? I ain't gonna, and if you, this is what I don't like. And that, that, that TV could shut up and they shut up. Everybody shut up. Listen, you can't say this. Are you kidding me? They say whatever they want to say and you stand up for righteousness and they think they're going to tell you what you can say? Isn't this a joke, right? It's like, oh, you can't say that. You mad. I ain't mad. I'm I'm Righteous. And because I'm righteous, I'm telling you what the truth is of the word of God. And if you say I can't, but if, we, if you say whatever you want to say, all this nonsense, they talk all day, they don't shut up. They don't shut up. There's CNN and all these idiots, all this nonstop, don't shut up. Constant negative news. There it is, right there. Everything negative, negative. That's what CNN stands for, constant negative news network. It's negative. And then you come in there, like, you're going to preach the Bible. Oh, my God. Man, and some of you need to get rid of your ding-dong friends that fight you on this stuff. Look, you got your opinion? You no, know, you come and tell me your opinion. They got no problem telling you their opinion. Right. You want to squawk all day about their opinion. Then you go tell them your opinion. Then you hate me. Oh, shut your mouth. I hate you. You got to stop. Don't be soft. Don't be soft. Don't back up. I told the kids, I said, when they, they were all getting down with the school thing, I said, stand on the table and prophesy. I'll go down there. I did. I said, you go stand on the table and prophesy over the lunchroom. You get detention, I'll come get you. I lived in detention. I know how to get out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Can't do this, can't do that. Can't say this, can't say that. Come on, man. Give me a break. Elijah, man, my God in heaven. Moses would have fell out if he seen how soft we're getting. Go to, I got, I'm off my soapbox. Genesis 45.3. You can't say, well, you better not say that. Say what? Say the truth? You better not tell them what you believe. The guy got hit in the head. Standing out there saying, the rights for ch children. The guy come over and got out the car. My God in heaven, I seen this dude got out the car. He started running towards the dude to hit him. I would have knocked that dude out so hard with the Holy Ghost, and then I would have repented later and picked him up and hit him again. God Almighty. Oh, you understand what I'm saying? God, you'll come run across the street, smack this dude in the head, split his head while the guy sat there. I said, you, you see him coming across the street? I would have hit him with the Holy Ghost. F prophet, apostle, pastor, preacher, prophet, all, I hit him with all. 
knock you up and pick you off the ground. Come on there attacking you because you're trying to protect little babies. I repent. Hey, look, I know repentance. I repent. That's right. This is your pastor. I'm in, here's, here I am in all my color. Praise be to God. Crazy nitwits. Little babe, can't say nothing for herself. But they're going to get out the truck and try to harass people. You wait. I'm going to conceal weapons class next. And Joseph said to his brother, brother we're going to have to edit this tape. I might get shut down. So like, he's going to be packing. Oh, my God. Is the pastor going to be packing? I'm going to just get an Uzi and cut it down with the pill. I don't want more than six shots. I need something that's got firepower. They might show up. Well, you never know who comes here. They ain't going to make it in the building, but you know what I'm saying. I might just, hey. Now I'm going to get some NRA people telling me no. Right to bear arms is the first amendment. It's in there. Chill out. Relax. It's not the guns. It's the idiots. Come on. I got to stop, man. I'm really, this fasting did me this. I, 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 I just got to stick to my notes. What's wrong with these people? I just got to stay. Let me, what Joseph say? I don't even know. What am I preaching about? And Joseph said, and his brother, we're going to get the joy of the Lord hit this place. That's what it is. You know what I'm saying? We got people in there that make guns. They draw. Right, he make a gun. I praise God. You know what? I'm not even just going to go get a stock one. I'm going to make you let you make me one. And I'll put my name on it and say, this is original. Praise the Lord. <laughs> then all the nuts want to come around. I can show it to them. Look what I got. Praise the Lord. Relax. And Joseph said unto his brethren, I am Joseph. Does my father yet live? And his brethren could not answer him, for they were troubled at his presence. Now, this is when Joseph shows up, and they, this is the deal. They know now the brother that we thought got taken away, we sold for some silver. This is him. We in trouble. They're scared. Oh, great. This is going to be a great day. He's taking off the mask and said, here I am. woo Peekaboo is bad. This is bad, man. He's probably mad. We sold that joker. We threw him in the pit, and then we sold him for 30 bucks or whatever it was. 20 pieces of silver. 30. I don't know what they got for him. Was it 30? Right? And Joseph, and Joseph, live, yeah. And Joseph said to his brother, come near me, I pray you. I would have been like, nah, I ain't getting close to you. You might hurt me. <laughs> right? Come near, I pray for you. And get here. And he said, I am Joseph, your brother, whom you sold into Egypt. Right? Oh, great. This is going downhill real quick. You remember that? <laughs> when you'd be like, sorry, man. It was his idea. I didn't want to do it. I wasn't down with it. <laughs> right? You know, what do you say? You're like, my bad. Oh, snap. snap. Uh, you remember that? <laughs> what do you say to the guy? <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I was in a dungeon for like 10 years. Yeah, I remember every minute. Now, therefore, don't be grieved. Don't get angry with yourself. Whew, I would start getting excited right about now. You What? That you sold me. <laughs> Hang on. Don't be grieved and don't get angry with yourself that you sold me here. Watch this. For God did send me before you to preserve life. Here's what he's saying. You didn't, you didn't sell me. Nah, you better get me, bro. He said, you didn't sell me, you didn't sell me, and you didn't put me here. My God sent me here to go ahead of you to preserve the blessing because there's famine in the land and Israel's going to live because I'm the man with power now. I got the blessing ahead of you. 
the blessing got ahead of you. You didn't get me. You didn't put me here. God got me here. Let me tell you right now. Get ready. Come on, stand up on your feet. God, listen to me. Every hard season, okay? I apologize if I got too angry for. I wasn't angry, but this stuff is messing me up. This stuff is getting worse, man. You understand what I'm saying? This stuff is getting bad, and the church can't say nothing. Man, give me a break. I'm open in my mouth. You got to tell me shut up. Wait, I'm going to get worse. I know. Watch me get worse. You better not. You better shut up. Tell me what I'm going to say. I say what I want to say. I ain't being rude. That's, that's crazy. Everybody's just saying, you ain't, you ain't mad at nobody. See, everybody got to complain about something. You got to know where things originate. We need to go into community and start helping girls and tell them what's going on. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't here condemning nobody but none of this stuff. But you get to the point, they think this thing was funny. They're banging on, they broke, they were banging on the Supreme Court doors thinking this stuff is funny. This stuff ain't funny, man. That put reproach upon America. I'm a blessed, this blessing packs up and goes. This place is going to turn over quick, man. It's going to be a mess. The church got to stand up. I ain't, I, I'm not trying to argue with nobody, get nobody uh, mad and be offended, but I'm telling you right now, we got to stand up for righteousness. You know what I'm saying? You got to stand up for righteousness, man. Look, you ain't got to have, look, let me, let me let you in a secret. I'm going to leave it alone. You ain't got to have God to know right from wrong. I had more morality lost. I'm going to say something, don't get mad at me, and it's okay. I was lost. I had more morality lost than some of these Christians got saved. You understand what I mean by that? Did you catch what I said? I had more morality, morality lost than Christian people got saved. That's sad. Well, just stick your head in the sand and be quiet about life. We ain't come here to be quiet. God said, get up on the rooftop and shout. Be like Daniel. They say, you ain't allowed to pray no more. He opened the window and said, hey, I'm praying. I'm praying. Hey, you hear my prayer? I'm going to pray three times today just to annoy you. They said, throw them in the lines then. Right now, little Shadrach, bring the little Jew boys with you. Praise be to God. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, the Hebrew children. He said, go in that lines then. That's room in there. That joker sat there and just chilled out. Can't kill the blessing. Lions don't eat the blessing. You blessed. Some of you going to walk on water, man. I'm telling you, watch the miracles you see because of righteousness. You'll see them. You call down fire from heaven. I don't know. I'm on a little bandwagon right now, so everybody just appease me. The blessing, you're going ahead of it. It's going to catch you. Hey, what happened? Uh, you didn't sell me. God got me ahead of you to preserve your life. Now listen to me and look at me. The seasons of life you go through sometimes, it ain't, let me tell you, ain't nothing got God by surprise. He just pulled you out sometimes and put you on a road because you're going to preserve life for a season. Do you hear what I'm saying about that? Some seasons ain't going to be easy, but he's going to pick you up and push you ahead of it. And by the time the thing gets there, you're going to be in the blessing. You understand that? That's what he did. Why do you think he had to go through what he went through? You don't see the pit. You don't see the thing. And he said what? He said, now we're ready. And Israel, Israel overcame. You see what happened there? The famine was in the land. Famine was in the land. Pop that last scripture up there. Let him see it. Famine was in the land. Joseph became one of the second richest men in the whole world. Now, therefore, don't be grieved nor be angry with yourself. That you, were, you didn't sell me, for God did send me before you to preserve life. You want to look at the next verse? Just let's just check it out. For these two years hath the famine been in the land, and there were five years in which there shall neither be what? Earing or nor harvest. There ain't nothing going to happen. But I went before you. I got money laid up. 
I got the blessing. He's had it stacked. You remember what he said? He remember he had the dream? Fat years, lean years. He said, store up, have a store. Let me tell you what they had. They had the money and they had the provision and they became a powerhouse that everybody had to come to them to get stuff. They were a powerful nation. And guess why? Because Joseph went ahead of them and preserved life for them. Let me tell you right, I'm telling you right now, and I'm done. The ble- you're gonna, the, God's going to go ahead of you and have the blessing waiting for you. And when you get there, you're going to be like, what's that? He's like, that's a blessing. I preserved your life before you started it. I'm the alpha and I'm the omega. I'm the beginning and I am the end. I've been in the middle and I know what you need. Next stop is the blessing train. It's waiting for you. When you get there, you ain't going to be late. You ain't going to be short. It's going to be right on time because God's got the blessing on his mind. Lift your hands up and say, thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you. We love you. We praise your holy name. We magnify the mighty name of Jesus. Look, if you need healing in your body, if you need healing in your body, come down here now. Real quick. And if, if you want to go, you can go. If you need healing in your body, if you need healing, there's a good healing anointing in here. Come in line. Okay? This, 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 and obey the unction of the Holy Ghost. Just take one step up. If you need healing in your body, come down here. Just come up. Come up. Come up. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, we invite you to visit us today at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. And as always, welcome home.